0: whether you eat or drink whatever you do 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 or whatever you do do all to the glory of God
1: welcome to whatever you do I'm Danny
0: and I'm Abby we're just best friends trying to figure
1: out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do
0: It is Friday night for us. Yes. Last week we got our husbands on with us and this week we're back to Tim doing a movie night with the kids and...
1: Chippy at work.
0: Yep. And we're hanging out in the office. We spend the first half of the night just us talking Mm -hmm. until we finally eventually start to record... Sometimes we're really disappointed we didn't record. But sometimes, sometimes we're we need really to... be thankful that we didn't record. Yeah. Sometimes we need to have our own talk about... Little powwows. W- but the powwows are never actually like a powwows about what we're going to talk about. No. <laughs> They're just powwows about other things that...
1: They're just usually a... Uh, this is one moment that we actually... Can talk somewhat un- uninterrupted and... Mm-hmm. Very uninterrupted. I yes. feel like... Yes. It's like the only time we're yeah. not doing a bunch of other things. Yeah.
0: What's new in the world? <laughs> no, not much. I don't think it Seems like a normal week. I don't think there's much going on. Yeah. You know? It's just pretty... Living my best
1: life? Pretty even. <laughs> best life now.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Um...
1: Yeah, we kind of have debated about what to really, where to really go.
0: With it feels so overly talked about, yeah. But yet also, it feels stupid and frivolous to talk about like our meal plans for the week, you know?
1: Right, and like we would be actively avoiding right talking about the
0: Chinese
1: (laughs) virus, China. Yeah. Yeah. I did watch a thing, a clip off of Ben Shapiro, Mm -hmm. where he, like, explains that the whole reason is because China's trying to throw it back on our military and say our military got them sick. And so he's being
0: blatantly
1: Mm. saying this is a Chinese virus because he wants to be clear that he believes it started in China and... Mm. So. Interesting. But... Doesn't change the fact that he's just easy to
0: make fun of. This is
1: our president. I'm speaking of, which I, you know, my thoughts and my feelings and my opinions go all over the place. But overall, I don't know. I think he's hanging in there. <laughs> um, we won't go there. Yeah, well, let's, let's not go not into go politics. There. No, but. The coronavirus is a thing in the world right now. How has it changed your week? (laughs) I don't want to say this on real real life. I've washed my hands when I've come home
0: from the store more readily. Tell me about your experience at Costco on Monday. For those of you who don't know, Danny does our our, both of our families Costco shopping on Monday because I hate stores when there isn't a pandemic.
1: (laughs) And I love Costco no matter what so much that i've been there twice this week instead of my normal one time um costco on monday was a little bit intimidating when i first got there because
0: there were people you got there like a half hour I after got, it opened right it was right? supposed
1: to open at 10 and i got there at ten thirty, thinking maybe all the people who lined up like crazy people will be inside the building by the time i get there But there was still a very, very long line that wrapped way around parking lots and things. So because of that very long line, as I was pulling in, a lot of people were leaving. It felt very like, oh, is this a terrible idea? I should probably not even stay. But I decided, well, if it's not fine now, when is it really going to be fine? And I'm already here and I need to come. Need to get things, so. Right.
0: It's not like you're there just because you need to stock up on toilet paper. We have two large families that like need our normal foods. And
1: yeah, toilet paper is nice, but that wasn't, I mean, that wasn't what we were even, I was even going for. I did end up coming home with a package of toilet paper, but.
0: But that yeah, was more of, just, like, forced upon you. Yes. You weren't even God trying. You weren't just, even looking for God it. I just dropped that right in my cart. cart.
1: Um, Not literally, guys. You didn't, like, pick it up and drop mm-hmm. it. In. The Costco guy threw it on the bottom. But, um, so it was kind of interesting because I didn't know at this time that what was really going on is that, Costco is wise in their way of handling this situation and they are letting people in in groups essentially mm-hmm. they'll let in a big group of people and then they'll stop people from going in and what are they make, calling that again mm, managing they had like a customer flow or something yeah. traffic flow
0: and they have like signs that say like be 6 feet away from each other
1: yeah as Abby and I pushed the same cart together.
0: Well, away from others not know, who you I came know, with. I
1: know, I know. But um so the line was really long, but when they opened up the line to go in, it went in really quickly and then they yeah. shut it off again and made a line start forming again. So
0: inside of Costco actually it was almost less busy than it normally it, is. Yeah.
1: It it which felt Especially strange going on Monday morning because I when I went with so Abby and I went again on Thursday yeah um and that time didn't feel as weird to me because I was already kind of expecting it because that's what had already happened on Monday and I was seeing that that was probably mm-hmm. what was happening again but on monday because you're already in this mindset of there's so many people here this is so crazy we're in a big long line you expect to go in and have it feel chaotic mm-hmm. but it went, we we went, i went in and i'm like looking around and it's like this, this feels so eerie to go from this like feeling of this overabundance of people to like mm-hmm. less people than yeah. i'd normally see on a normal monday morning and um, but yeah, I got a lot of the things we needed, almost everything. But there were a few things that they were out of on Monday.
0: But that when we went back on Thursday, they had a lot of those, right? Like frozen green beans.
1: We, we were just, really excited about those we frozen, just frozen
0: green beans. Gotta have frozen the, the, specifically the Costco frozen green beans. Yes, there's like no other frozen green beans it would that be a are sad good.
1: Day, but we would just not eat them. We would just be okay, guys, because. There's a lot of other food. So yep. I think this whole thing has opened my eyes a lot to how people, it's not even like, people's comforts are like
0: really important to them. But also their preferences are really important to them. Yes. Like getting the type of diapers they want, getting the type of toilet paper they want, getting the type of green beans they want. Right.
1: Right. Because the guy that I stood in line with on Monday, I saw him later in the store. I was like, did you get everything? And he's like, well, they gave me water and toilet paper. And then I called my wife and told her that I got them. And she asked me what type of water it was. And I told her and she's like, oh, I don't like that kind. So she had me put it back. He's like, I'm kind of wondering what I'm even doing here. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like this is so this this is the, the insanity level uh-huh. that we're at like yeah people are so into themselves and what they feel entitled to mm-hmm. and what they expect it's like I've seen people on Facebook say like what well, I don't get it with the water like we still have water people are like oh it's half water oh and Granted, we have an RO filter. I don't prefer to drink tap water that hasn't been filtered, but I think it's just showing how inconvenienced people are by any suggestion of any change mm-hmm. to any of what exactly they want in yeah. their freedom.
0: We were just Would- like having this conversation with our kids today because... <laughs> Tim, I guess, was talking this morning to one of our kids about, you know, we might not be continuing to, like, get the foods that we normally eat, and we might just have to, like, be okay with, like, eating different things and, and then... Eating the Tyson chicken nuggets instead of the dinosaur chicken nuggets. Lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we got a lunch today that wasn't one of my children's favorites at all. But it was a free lunch that... They had
1: three options.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't didn't go. Oh. Anyway, but... Which thing did they get? The tacos. Oh. And one of my kids was not happy. I mean...
1: None of them were happy, but...
0: No, the other ones were fine. But one of them was just not... Couldn't... This child doesn't like Cheese. Oh. And there's cheese melted on the taco. And it's like, I think we have always kind of had this, we give our kids options. Mm -hmm. Like when they come up for their meals and Mm -hmm. we have 20 kids lined up, we usually say like, do you want cheese? Do you want sour cream? Do you want chips? Like we let them personalize their food to some extent.
1: That's very much a huge doing of mine.
0: Yes, because I didn't used to do that.
1: And Melissa for sure could care less what her kids want yeah i mean it that definitely. sounded
0: terrible but y- yes and, she just is i was more like melissa and it was like and chip's mom was very much like you just get what you get and these are the topics like, that come on this is
1: the this is the dinner the yes. dinner is these things mm-hmm. and you just eat it
0: yeah or don't yeah
1: but i definitely grew up where you had the options yeah it was like well if it's going to be significantly more enjoyable and they're going to eat their meal without complaining if they don't have cheese on it
0: mm-hmm.
1: versus like it being this big struggle, like why waste the cheese on them? Yeah. If you know, like that kind right. of mentality right. is like, yes, it takes a little bit of extra time, but
0: yes. But I think in that, I, I don't feel like I've done a good job in preparing my kids for for when we don't have the options. Right. Like, when like this is, this is what you get because this is what you, we have for to eat. Right. And, and I think this has been something that has been really eye-opening to me lately, too, with just... I have a couple of kids in particular who just have not been good about eating meals. And they just live for snack time. Like, surfing on snack time to snack time. Mm-hmm. And it's... I, I feel like we'll, we, we're will we going in these spouts of, like, wasting food for two of my kids in particular. And so lately I've just been, like, making them save their lunch. And that's, like, what they get for snack. And that's been actually working out really great and a lot better than I anticipated it to. But just things like that. That's, that it is a really
1: hard thing because you don't... You can't have meal times just be whenever anybody wants and whenever anybody's hungry when you have so many people to mm-hmm. facilitate right. It around right but you also don't i mean if somebody's not hungry literally not hungry right you can't force feed them a whole bowl of food
0: right and and these two kids will just sit at the lunch table for like hours and they'll just sit there chatting and like right they have nothing to do like mm-hmm. and so and that was getting frustrating because we're like, we need to finish up this meal so we can like clean up and like move on with our day. So then we would set timers, and when the timer would go off, we'd be like, "All right, you're done," and just throw out their food. But then they're like hungry later, and then I'm like getting mad that we like wasted food. And this week was particularly challenging because I had like kids, that, different kids that were throwing up at different times. And then when they're saying they're not hungry, I'm like, "Is it really because you're not hungry, or you just don't want to eat this?" Or you know, right. So those weeks always throw it off. But I feel like I'm I've definitely been mulling over it in my head more and more, and even for myself, I'm not. I'm not excused by this at all. I'm not someone who, like, loves leftovers and loves to, like, eat the same meal. When we have, like, a lot of leftovers, eating the same meal every single day is not my favorite thing to do. But it's what I've done all week because we had a lot of leftovers one night and just re-eaten the same thing. And But I think that it's just been eye-opening to how how in my own heart and in my family's hearts we like what we like and we want it that way and you know we've had to really look at that and we have been incredibly
1: I mean you can decide how you want to look at it either fortunate or unfortunately given those like that the options
0: right yeah, and the abundance of food that we have, like our afternoon snack time every day is fruit. And it's they can have fruit and nuts. And when the other day when I'm like trying to think about they were like what's our fruit for today and I was like going through in my head, I'm like, well, let's see what do we have. We have nectarines, cuties, kiwis, mangoes, bananas, apples, strawberries, Great! Like, the amount of, like, different fruits we had on hand in our house at that moment. Yeah. I'm literally just like, that is a lot of options that... And then I'm like, one kid is like... I don't want anything. I only want kiwi. And the other one's like, I don't like kiwi. I want an apple. And I'm like, yeah, no, we need... No, this is not how... In, like I said, I it, feel like I'm throwing my kids under the bus, but well, this also has, stems from me. Like it, it has been a
1: struggle too over the time because you have had kids that have struggled to gain weight and right at times, and
0: and it is hard to to know that balance of like well, if you don't like it, you just there don't are some eat, and kids
1: who will just hold out and just yes, just very much starve themselves because they don't want what they. Don't want. Yes. And so... Yeah. It's finding that balance of where you want to show your kids good things, too, and you want to love them through,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, and care for them in the best
0: ways that you can. And how much that balance of feeding your kids, oh, drives me crazy. Like, I have a couple kids who, if we feed them their food, they'll eat it. Right. But to, like, sit there and f- eat eat yourself, feed a baby... And then feed, like, three other kids their food, feels like.
1: And trying to figure out when you cut that off. Yeah. Because there is, I think, some level of, when they're little, it is, I mean, you think of the coordination and the. Yes. It, mm-hmm. Like, it, it's a pretty big task. It feels like a big task for them to have to. Like, something they really have to work at. Mm-hmm. It's not just something that's second nature. Like, you yeah. have to learn how to use utensils and have that coordination. And so especially then if it's something that they're not super thrilled about eating, it's like, I have to do all this work, and it's yeah. hard for me to be motivated. And But it's like, there's some kids that would want you to continue to do that until they're like 12.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's mm-hmm. like
1: no like what is the appropriate age to
0: yeah the other day Tim told our five year old and this is the last meal I'm ever feeding you (sighs) and you're done like this is it this was the meal and now you're in the big kid club who you just have to do it yourself (laughs) so but then it's also like I know do we really hold to that no wait we are Sorry, <laughs> I know, but I'm
1: like there's certain special circumstances at time that it like can feel like why did I make such a solidly.
0: Yeah, like, I know, but dissonance. there also just needs to be a cutoff, and I feel like I feel like I have kids still who very much I do feel like need help. Right. And when there's two of us and three of those kids. Yes. The fourth kid who says they need the help but really doesn't kind of just needs to move on. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's true.
0: There was a while there that, remember with Cade, who he needed help all the time and your kids would be like... It was I, like when we first moved here. I, you
1: would I feed him. him. I held him. I fed him so many yes. meals. He and was, like would do timers with him. and.
0: But meals. I remember even before we moved next door, when we would do meals together, yeah. just seeing like your kids help him by just egging him on and like cheering him on and like, I don't think you can eat that. Do bite. another bite. Yeah. If
1: you do another bite, you're killing this
0: dinosaur. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Yeah. And that that really did
1: help. It was a lot. actually a big shifting point for him in a mm-hmm. lot of ways of where it got him to to try and eat foods that he wouldn't even mm-hmm. touch before.
0: Yeah. Um, and Cade was one of my kids who was on a feeding tube and was in feeding therapy and definitely w- struggled a lot at that younger age. Now, I feel like he even struggles now sometimes with like wanting to eat, but he he does it now and yeah. I feel like he has the attitude of like, well, I don't like broccoli, yeah, there, but...
1: There is the problem of because we have so many kids and we do group meals together and a lot of times that means just from a space ratio, the kids eat in the kitchen where we can fit enough tables for them, but there's not enough tables for everyone at my house. So, mm-hmm. And even at your house, that really fits the kids the best. And so the adults usually go into the living room. And I do think it lends for kids to get away, unless you, like, purposefully mm-hmm. ask every kid, did you eat, can I see your bowl? Yeah. I know that there's definitely... Times that I go through Lynn later and it's like full bowls sitting around that I'm like, oh, we didn't do a very good job. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know who this was. Yeah. This was from, like, was this one of my kids? Was this one of the other yeah. kids? And then it makes it really hard because then when they say they're really hungry, it's like, well, did you eat your food or didn't mm-hmm. you? And there's no real way to know. And yeah. So this can be. And those all ultimately just come back to, like, how important is that? I think it is important because of the situations we're seeing right now where we need to teach our kids to not be wasteful and mm-hmm. to be grateful for the things that they are given and not to be picky and, yeah. like, as much as we can.
0: And at the same time, still acknowledging, like, you that you have, have likes and dislikes. You yeah. can have preferences. Like, you can you can not like potatoes, and we can all acknowledge, like, yeah, you don't like potatoes. Yeah, and this isn't the most like, but favorite meal. Yeah, we're going to eat gonna it anyway.
1: Other kids who love potatoes, mm-hmm. and some of this is not just thinking about yourself and thinking, like, there's probably going to be a meal you really like that another kid might not like
0: mm-hmm. as much. And and I feel like in doing group meals a lot, that that has come up more than I think it would... Otherwise, I mean, there's definitely meals that my family loves that your family is like, eh, about. But... Yeah. And vice versa, that, like, I would probably never make a meal you're making for all of us because my kids don't like it, but that we happily join in on and And
1: it's like if we really tried to narrow it down to what everybody everybody like Like we really do a a decent amount of meals that the majority of people do like
0: yes but But when you think that it also has to be dairy and gluten-free yes and feed financially responsible six adults and 22 kids be something that isn't
1: like Super crazy labor intensive
0: to make right. for that many people, mm-hmm. and is relatively like healthy and <laughs> we have a, it, it's a, a shock that we even have like twenty meals in the rotation. Yeah,
1: but and it's funny because there are definitely we definitely each have of of Abby and Melissa and I we each have our like meals that like. It's like, oh, that's a meal Melissa makes. Mm-hmm. We might make it once in a while, but it's like, kind of feels like then we're stealing.
0: Then yes. Uh-huh. Melissa's yeah. meal. But then there's some that like, like we all make a chili. Yes. And, and that, that doesn't, feels and like. And they're
1: all pretty similar. mm mm-hmm. But we don't, we feel like that's kind of, I wouldn't even say we care if one of the other people makes. Right. We normally make. It just feels like, oh, that's their
0: meal. like. Yes. hmm I don't know. But I feel like you bring more of the most meals to the table than anyone else.
1: It's probably partly just because I make two a week instead of only one. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah. One one thing we've been doing, both of us lately, and for a little while now, um, is for us we've been planning out our breakfasts, lunches, morning snack, and afternoon snack in it like for the week but it's just the same every week like it yes. doesn't change so right so and, every
1: Monday the breakfast is for us it's bagels and yogurt yeah every yes
0: Monday and I have ours like written up done. on our giant whiteboard and so the kids can see it we can see it. it makes meal planning really simple especially because then we I'm only cooking probably four meals a week Or four dinners a week, so I only have like four dinners I have to like then plan at all, and the rest of it is all planned out. And our kids have shifted a lot in how they react to what the snack is or what the meal is, because it's just written up there and it's what it is. That very often it's like, oh, but I don't want a applesauce for snack. Can I have this instead? And it's like, well, no, because this is what our snack is. That it's, it's cut down on that drastically. And I've had kids that are just like, oh, it's applesauce. Okay, I'm not gonna have a snack. In a very like, okay, I'm like, okay, great. Like, so that has been like life changing for us. And I can see how it can get old to some extent, but at the same point, it feels like if we just do this for, we'll probably sh- switch it up to the like six week or two month mark to like different meals. On different days, and but
1: you may think that, and I'll be interested if you really do or not, because that's what I thought too.
0: And you have you didn't occasionally I'll
1: switch like one.
0: I think I'll switch the snacks around because I think that there's just some snacks that I have planned every week that no one really likes that snack, and yeah, so but I think realistically speaking. Most of the lunches and most of the breakfasts will stay the same, but a couple might switch out.
1: I think it's just... Part of it that's hard is it feels like, oh, this is so monotonous and boring. But in reality, it never really feels that way. Because when you're only having one thing once a week,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: by the time you get around to it again, you're kind of ready.
0: And I was realizing that before I did this type of meal planning... We were doing that anyway. Yeah. Like we were still having right bagels having once a week to like anyway. To sit
1: there and like rack your brain and look back at the other yes day like meal plans you right. made and be like uh, the the one thing that's easier for you and a little bit harder for me about this and why it doesn't really work for me is because certain meals we have if Chip is home or Chip is gone. Yeah. And his schedule's different every week, so I can't always just say we are always having this every single... Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can mostly do it. So I've got kind of my template that is like, this is what is ideal, but Mm -hmm. I always have to kind of plug in his schedule and fit around. Like, he really enjoys eating hamburgers with us, and so I'm not going to make hamburgers on a Saturday for lunch when he's working 9 to Mm 5, but if he has Saturday off then I might make hamburgers for lunch or like, so it, that's kind of annoying that it just, but
0: yeah. And ours, I mean, at least for us for breakfast too, we, I like have my meal plan. That's the same for breakfast, but I don't ever eat the, like what my kids eat because I, I can't, I'm, not eating gluten, I'm not going to eat a bagel, I'm not going to eat yogurt because I'm not doing dairy. So, I just know I'm making myself scrambled eggs every single morning, even though it gets really old. It just is like, that's just what I'm going to make. And and because I do have a couple kids who like eggs, but not all of them that I feel like I can't make it be like the breakfast. Right. But I have enough that I'd rather them eat a half a bagel and then eggs and So I just have to make – I have to make their breakfast easy enough that I also have to make my eggs too. But I've been trying to prep things the night before, Mm. and that's been really helpful to just, like – We, like, prep our coffee ready to go that I just (laughs) press a button. We've been, like, getting the pans out that we need. Like, when I make oatmeal, I'll, like, soak the oats the night before – and just try to like do things to make it the m- soak the oats yeah I started doing that mm, I don't know a month or two ago doesn't that just essentially make it already made no soaking them ahead of time helps to break them down so that they're easier to digest so you soak them with a little bit of like guess- either lemon juice or apple cider vinegar to like break down the- there's something in oats that if you don't do it I don't remember what it's called, but you could look it up. That if you soak them ahead of time with some kind of acid, it helps to break them down. So then you just rinse them out and then cook them.
1: I guess we just don't like our oats very cooked, so they would probably already be as.
0: It, as we I don't have to cook them very long at all. It cuts down the cooking time drastically. When I was when I would just wake up in the morning and pour some water and oat into a pan, it would take a while for it to, like,
1: cook well. See, we don't. Well. We only ever have, even with the old-fashioned oats, not instant oats, we use, like, the real oats, mm-hmm. we just put, like, hot water from our hot water heater on it, like, stir it around a little bit and dump the water out, and, huh. like, I don't know that any of us would eat them if they were,
0: like, mushy. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, ours is very cooked oats. Yeah. Definitely. And we add... Like maple syrup to it and a little vanilla and cinnamon. And then my kids put milk in it. Like a lot of milk. And it's even mushier. Some kids put peanut butter in it too. I don't ever eat it. But that's how they like it. If it, it was like non, like undercooked, I don't think they'd like it. But our kids, our families are like that in a lot of ways. Like, I just discovered with ramen noodles. Yeah. Apparently, you have crunchy ramen noodles, and my kids like it. Very cooked ramen noodles. Yeah, I can't handle... I think it's a texture
1: thing. you could must like everything mushy, and I
0: that just... Same with broccoli. You like crunchy broccoli. I like... I've actually been sitting here thinking about how I didn't finish my pan of broccoli, and how I'm... Didn't finish eating it? Yeah. And it's, like, out there, and I, like, want to eat it, and... Hmm. Wish I would have brought it in here with me. But
1: sorry. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kenzie is the extreme end of liking everything really not mushy.
0: Not like, cooked. But, but except also, bread. I feel like she likes the like Right, but Oh yeah. Because she doesn't want it. She to wants be, it like, crunchy. Soft. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she wants it to be she wants her pears to not be too like ripe and not, like she wants them to be crunchy she wants the nectarines to be crunchy she wants melon to be crunchy she likes mm. less ripe bananas like chicken nuggets she likes to be like really crunchy
0: yeah my kids get so mad at if I accidentally cook them too much
1: and if I don't cook them to where they're like pretty dried out and hard my kids are like oh, do we have, like can you put them back in so
0: yeah I don't know funny well, funny stuff
1: so you've just got a good glimpse again of our food
0: <laughs> didn't I just say that if we sat here and talked about our meal plans with coronavirus going on that we would seem frivolous but yeah here we are <laughs> talking about our meal plans
1: with coronavirus <laughs> she said that right before we started no I think I oh, said it on here on here Oh, maybe. As, I think I said it on here. Either she said it on here or right before we started. Either way, it feels like... it's <laughs> exactly what we just t- I mean, did. mean, meals are still happening, even though there are people around the country who yep. are sick right now.
0: Yep, they are. And
1: thankfully for the time being, everyone in our houses are not having any more stomach bug for right now. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I dosed my kids up well with all the...
0: It went through my whole family. Yes. Your whole family
1: and the Johnson's whole
0: family. I'm confident that... Except I never got it.
1: Yeah, but you've been puking up other things. (laughs)
0: I had a gallbladder attack last night, just to clarify. I've been puking for other reasons, is what you mean. So if that
1: bug got in your stomach, you got it right out?
0: Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. One way or
1: another. But there's still multiple ones of my kids who have not gotten it, so... I've also been pretty um, heavy-handed on the gut juice probiotics and...
0: Colloidal Silver and mm-hmm. uh
1: or something oh the grape juice protocol who knows if that actually works or not but
0: your kids probably love that
1: Oh they have been loving it Yep So we'll see if it
0: just It's funny because while the world is just now starting their quarantine
1: We're so We have it. been
0: on a quarantine for Weeks and weeks and weeks from this weird on and off stomach bug. I know, I'm ready that to be. It is felt like... Oh. It's strange because I'd say on
1: one hand, I wouldn't say that we... M- my family is doing a whole lot in being extreme about changing anything about our lives. Mm-hmm. But we also... I feel like some things have been changed for us, like that Kenzie doesn't have an orchestra anymore, and that we don't have a swim, swim
0: team. team, yeah,
1: and things like that.
0: But for the most part, I mean, from my family, Tim works from home. <laughs> we homeschool Abby's, our kids. Abby's whole life is a quarantine. <laughs> it really is. Her her big
1: excitement every week is getting out and going to church, which she's been forced to skip because she keeps having pukers every Saturday night.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, I don't even like really go grocery shopping <laughs> I do like a Walmart pickup so I they're really all the things I that go people, shopping right for you. all the things people are putting into place right now like their kids are home from school their husbands aren't working they have to like do Walmart pickup orders so they're not going into stores I'm like this is my life this is already what I've been doing that you're like I can't believe
1: people are drastically changing their lives <laughs> so that it's like but, Abby, you already live in a <laughs> So. And it is... There is a huge benefit to living next door to each other. Yes. Not feeling like we're... Right. We're like, because uh,
0: at this point, it's like if one of us... Kind of like the stomach bug. We don't necessarily... We haven't tried to avoid each other.
1: At there this. have been days and times that we try to thinking that maybe somehow we it can. matters, mm-hmm. but then shortly after that, one of the other families will start puking too, and then it's like because oh. you
0: just we we see each other every day. That there's no way unless someone was like out of town for like a period of time and they came back and someone was sick. That would be like the only chance, right? We would have at knowing. Yeah, it's true. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, Can we just... Bye! <laughs> um, yeah. I... I'm ready for bed. It feels
1: like we could obviously talk about deeper and more meaningful things. We're not acknowledging that those things aren't going on. And yes. we know, but it also feels kind of like everybody's throwing their...
0: Opinions in and... Two
1: cents in mm-hmm. and getting sensitive about I don't know everything and so I think we should just end it with the reminder that really the the thing that I've just been focusing on a lot and dwelling on and I'm guessing it's been a lot on your mind as well is just that this should be everything going on should be a, a huge reminder of why what our lives should be about Mm -hmm. and that is to glorify god i've even caught myself um we haven't done the little kid catechism with our kids in a really long time Uh but i've just found myself when i'm like changing deke's diaper like deke who made you you know god made you say god and Mm -hmm. like what else did god make he made all things Deke. why did God make you in all things for his own glory and not that I'm expecting him to memorize them or learn them or I'm even working with him on that but just trying to capture those little moments to be instilling that truth of mm-hmm. who who is this about it's not about us mm-hmm. it's about God and his glory and Trusting that the ways he sees fit to use our lives and our place in this story and our place in history and where he has us and yeah. all of that is honoring him and it's
0: not just that I want to pour that into my kids. It's that each time that I have
1: the privilege of pouring it into my kids, I'm it's a reminder God uses for, for myself. Yeah. Um, and. I think it's really just been reiterating for me the like I just the word that I just used like the privilege that it is to be the one to have the time with my kids to be teaching them about who God is and about the world around them and about how he made the world and about what he expects in the world that he made and Um, about his law and his, you know, what he's laid out for us to love our neighbors and to love him first and to love our neighbors as ourselves and really help them think through what what that could look like in a lot of different ways. And um, so... I think when we can focus on those things, again, it's going to play out and look differently for different people as to what God is really work going to work on their hearts and be teaching them and where he's going to be cutting out idols and helping mm-hmm. people to rely on him more. Things that might not be a struggle for one person are going to be a huge struggle for other people yeah. and, um, in different ways. And for some, that's going to be struggling with anxiety and fear and trusting God. For others, it's going to be being patient and kind and Mm -hmm. loving others and you know um so anyway I think remembering to pray often
0: being being the word and it's and it is really easy to just get sucked into I know this week has been a struggle for me into like wanting to see the updates and like wanting to know what's going on, but then being so consumed by like the horror and negative outlook of what's happening in the world. And just trying
1: to gather that information so much that you Mm -hmm. uh, like it wastes time that you could be actually
0: pouring into my kids' lives. And and this week has just felt so weird anyway because of like. I think the flu
1: part of it. The stomach yes. flu. It's right. not even... I keep... When we say... That, I think I've been trying to say stomach bug and stomach flu. Yeah. It's been like a 12-hour... Vomiting. Puke session. Yeah. It's No fevers. My kids haven't had nope. any fevers with None. it. Um, really, nothing else. Just a good yeah. puke session and... Yep. That's it. So, but... It just throws off. I I felt like we were all geared up to, like, kind of start back into a normal routine.
0: We have been, and it just
1: got (sighs) real. But this was going to be, like, we added, for me, like, we added another level of, like, Mm. like, more school Mm -hmm. on and get really into our groove. And it just felt like... And we fell flat. Yep.
0: (laughs) But it felt very intense, like... It it's one of those things where like you can't just idolize your schedule of like no but we oh. we like we failed in doing this it very much was God had different plans for this week for us and but it just felt very weird with everything going on with the coronavirus and We're our kids to being sick out, like, and
1: if, you, if I don't feel super concerned about this but I still need to like on Sunday for church it's like churches are trying to figure out if they're meeting or not and Chip and I are like, well, we're totally fine going to church, and our church is having church. Like, we're yeah. planning to go to church. Saturday night at 8.30, one of our kids pukes everywhere. So, it's like, well...
0: <laughs> guess we're not going. Yeah. So, yep.
1: it's just been an interesting process to navigate through, and I'm sure we'll have more weeks to navigate through. Yeah. Our last thing to close on. Abby's been wondering if we would <laughs> bring this up.
0: I wasn't gonna. I know
1: you weren't. I but
0: you're on a you, roll. Because I didn't give you a... There was no segue. Felt like you had to force a segue. And here you are forcing a segue. I have no problem doing that. <laughs> you,
1: know, you know me well enough that...
0: We spent enough long podcast sessions talking about the strangeness of what our life looks like
1: that it's not an official this isn't an official announcement Uh, So
0: I mean it's it's not an official announcement to the point that we're not ready
1: (laughs) some people are good at planning stuff and they're very strategic
0: our listeners know by now that is not us but
1: we are in the works of hopefully, to some extent, starting some amount of a vlog mm-hmm. of our life here in Browntown. Yep. So have low expectations. It may be a while before this thing actually comes to fruition. But know that it is...
0: Hopefully, God willing, coming and... We think we will. at this
1: point probably we'll still maybe keep. I mean, we'll still keep podcasting now because we're not doing the vlog yet.
0: Right. But who knows if we're gonna do the vlog in a week or in nine weeks? Or we don't know. So it'll just, be a big mystery. But, we'll. but if somehow we just stop putting out podcast episodes, find our vlog, our YouTube channel, and then listen to we'll us ramble you know. then. Watch us ramble. Watch then. us ramble. There's been so many times that I'm like, "Oh, we could do this while we're podcasting," but it just would feel so much better.
1: It makes also, more sense to there watch that. Sometimes we're we're not like really wearing enough.
0: <laughs> just
1: that sounded really bad. I mean, we're usually wearing clothes,
0: right? But sometimes, like, I haven't gotten dressed today.
1: She says that, but she's wearing like capris and a t-shirt.
0: Yeah, it's just my like. I guess I, that's a lie. This, this was me getting dressed. I wasn't a nightgown. Oh, well, see. So I did get dressed. I think
1: there, that's the difference. Like, yes. there are times I wear the same clothes for like two or three days a month. Uh-huh. Haven't been doing that as much lately. When I say that I do these things, I very much have done them and might even do them next week again. But. I'm not saying that I think it's necessarily a good thing, you know. Yeah. I think it's I think it's good to try to get dressed,
0: change, <laughs> change into change your clothes. clothes and. I only changed out of my nightgown, and it was at three thirty when I realized, well, there might be some kids coming over. Yeah. I should probably get dressed for today, but that is not normal. It was just because I was up all night. Yeah.
1: So. Be on the lookout. Keep your ears open for more solid, concrete announcements of such happenings. Yep. I know you're excited. To our three listeners. To see your lovely faces. And just so you I'm know, sure we have at least, like, 12 listeners, which probably... No,
0: I think we actually have, like, 50. But... Yeah, maybe
1: 30, 40.
0: We'll just... It'll be, it'll be a very real vlog...
1: You know how much we don't edit this or plan for it. Mm-hmm.
0: That's going to just be if our life. you light.
1: really like <laughs> transparency and people being genuine.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking back to the other night when you were picking the cradle cap. I always say that wrong. I always want to say cadle crap.
1: <laughs> Which also. Yes.
0: When you were picking that out of Deke's head and you were like, it was
1: Paxton. No. Right? Oh. <laughs> my, my two-year-old <true laughs> doesn't have cradle cap.
0: Yeah, Paxton said my baby. And does. then asked him to get the vacuum <laughs> out so you could vacuum it up. And
1: we don't have to create material that people might be interested in watching. We just live it.
0: Yep. So not that we're saying we're just so interesting, but. People seem. To. We are weird enough, and the things it's that are. It's just
1: occur. that's basically what she's saying. We're just weird. We know yeah. people like to. They're
0: Be entertained by the, by the weirdness. Yep. So anyway. Bye for tonight. Good night.